May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Amen. So Jesus met a man on the outskirts of Jericho who was blind and lived on the streets begging. Who was this guy? Did he have any family? If so, why wouldn't they care for it? He wasn't crazy. He had no demon. He wasn't dangerous. He was, however, obviously a pretty terrible sinner. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been blind. At least, that was the thinking. Rich? Successful? Well, God had blessed you because you were so deserving. Poor and downtrodden? Well, I don't know what you did to anger God, but maybe stay over there because I don't want any part of it. Never mind that God clearly states in the book of Job that prosperity and adversity don't come to people because God has chosen to bless them or curse them. Unlike us, God doesn't play favorites. Unlike us, God doesn't share with those he likes and shun those whom he dislikes. The man's blindness was not due to divine retribution for anything. And yet the people of Jericho probably saw the blind man as cursed by God. That tended to be the thinking. Perhaps that's why no one would take him in. Thinking he was cursed, people let him beg on the street. They even shushed him when he tried to call out to Jesus to ask to be healed. Oh, be quiet. He shouldn't heal the likes of you. Or we don't want him to know you're here. He'll think badly of us. They were afraid. But in any case, Jesus heard the man crying out to him and Jesus cared about the man and calling to him. Jesus asked, what do you want me to do? He didn't ask for any sign of repentance. He didn't tell the man to forego his wicked ways. He just asked what he wanted and the man said, I'd really like to see Well, cool, I can take care of that, Jesus said. Your faith has made you well, and with that, Jesus healed him, and the man followed him as a disciple. So by Jesus' response to the man, we know that his blindness was not any sort of divine punishment. No repentance required. The fear and disdain of curse, which the people of Jericho had on this man, was Unnecessary. God hadn't cursed him. God wasn't going to curse them if they were near to this man or kind to him. So perhaps in healing this man, Jesus was healing not only him, but also the people of Jericho. Consider the message given to the people of Jericho by the fact of Jesus healing this man. You needn't be so fearful isolating and shunning those who are downtrodden. You needn't be so afraid that God is of you needn't be so afraid of God that you shun those whom you think God is punishing. That's not how God works. See, you have great love inside of you, and that's how God works. And if you remove your fear, then your love can flourish. 
You can love and care for the downtrodden. You don't need to shun them. You can love them. Now, there are people who often get shunned nowadays by a good number of Christians. Those who get shunned include our lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer siblings. Shunned because they are seen as sinners, quite possibly cursed by God. They aren't, of course. There's no reason for them to be shunned. We see more and more of our LGBTQ siblings coming to the Episcopal Church, coming to Jesus in the Episcopal Church, because by and large, they aren't shunned here. Like the blind man, they then follow Jesus as a disciple and as apostles. Of course, there are other groups who are shunned by various Christian groups. Those who welcome our LGBTQ siblings often end up shunning those who had shunned our LGBTQ siblings. The shunner becomes the shunned. Fear, hurt, even compassion for a group of people are all reasons why we end up shunning others. But having compassion on one group of people doesn't mean that we need to shun another group of people. We have great love inside of us. That's how God works. And if we remove our fear, our love can flourish. We needn't fear giving compassion to fearful, angry people. I would hope people would give compassion to us when we are fearful, angry people. See, we get fearful, we get angry because we are fearful. I dare say we all know what that is like. Right now we've got folks who are afraid of COVID. And so they're taking precautions against it and getting angry at those who don't. And we've got folks who are afraid of losing their jobs due to precautions against COVID harming the economy. And they get angry against people taking those precautions. We've got folks who are afraid of some of those precautions themselves and angry at being forced, those being forced on them. And we get folks who are angry about that all out of fear. We get to have compassion on all of these groups of people. Even as we get terribly afraid and the other group causes us even greater fear, we can still have compassion for fearful people. Jesus' healing of the blind man shows us that. People are afraid, and we don't need to be against one group of frightened people in order to be for another group of frightened people. See, God was not cursing the blind man and Jesus' compassion on him showed that compassion on one another is God's desire for us. God doesn't desire contempt for those whom we fear. And that's what we get to give to God, because, of course, we are going to feel contempt and fear. We're going to be contempt, feel contempt of those whom we do fear. Read the Psalms. We feel contempt for those whom we fear. And so we get to give that contempt over to God. And we get to ask God 
for his healing to remove our fear and contempt so that love can flourish. That's how God works through the great love that is inside of us. We never need fear showing compassion. We needn't fear showing compassion and love for the wrong sorts of people. The blind man was the wrong sort of person, as seen by the people of Jericho. We've got lots of lists of wrong sorts of people, don't we? Vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, maskers, anti-maskers, believers in climate change, climate change deniers. Those sinful groups of people whose morals and views of the world are utterly at odds with God's ways. And those other groups of people who are pointing out the sinful groups of people who believe their own morals and views of the world are in step with God's ways. All of these groups of people are doing their best in the world to do the right thing. All of these groups of people have great fear and end up behaving out of that fear. All of these groups of people get to have compassion shown to them. All of them and all of us have great love inside in addition to our fear. That's how God works. And if we remove our fear, then our love can flourish.